Welcome to Proudly ADHD at work and in business. I am your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius. Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. Today, I want to talk to those professionals in fast-paced work environments where they're constantly going and constantly looking for fires to put out. I literally, back in my corporate days, used to have um, this little caricature at my desk that was like a picture of me with a fire extinguisher. And I wore that badge with honor, the badge of being the fire marshal, looking for the next fire to put out. And I loved it. I was really good at it. I And I still, to this day, I'm really good at problem solving, I like to think. I have this, this gift, I guess, if you will, of looking at a problem from 20 different angles and seeing what are the, all the possibilities to come up with the solution. I see that same theme in my clients that are in those professional settings where they really are gifted in problem solving. And it's amazing to, to watch them at work and how they go about um, really using their brain wiring as an asset in problem solving. However, the detriment of that comes with uh, a whole lot of exhaustion, a whole lot of, man, all I did today was put out fires, didn't get any of my stuff done, and um, th this needs to stop at some point. Like, I can't keep up with it. Those are some of the themes that I hear uh, through and through from many of my clients in the professional field. So let's address it. Why the heck is this even happening? Why do we do that to ourselves? right? Why can't we just sit back and be like, let somebody else take care of it? I think personally, from what I am observing and the theme that I see even in myself back in my corporate days, I was too quick to come up with solutions before anybody else did. I was too quick to go look for problems on days where I felt really not motivated, not, um, you know, excited enough to want to get my mundane tasks done, I would go into problem solving mode because that was more exciting. Um, so these, th these two themes are really the, the foundations of, I like to call path to burnout. Because what happens is imagine you're sitting in a room in a meeting, you're, you know, they're talking about problem X. There is five other people that are just as good as, as you. Let's just be honest, let's park the ego aside. There, there's five other people in there that could come up with the solution. So why the heck is it that we can't just, you know, sit on our hands and give a chance to others? Part of that, I think, is our impulsivity kicks in. And, and when we're hearing the problem, we're also seeing the solution immediately. So we process it at a sonic speed um, level where the others are still processing all the ifs and ands and, and analysis paralysis, where for us, if something really makes sense, immediately we can come up with a solution. However, in that kind of a setting, when there's impulsivity kicking in, when your ideas, you know they're good ones, a couple of things can happen. One is, who made us to be the fire um, chief, if you will? <laughs> And do we have to be the fire chief in that meeting? And can we give that torch or that, um, uh, and I don't know my firefighter, uh, I don't even know why I'm giving you that as an example, but 
But, you know, can we give the hose to somebody else to put out the fire versus us? And part of it is if we have been um, used to this way of behaving, I like to invite you to really slow down and take that pause in opportunities like this to really understand why am I speaking up? Can I sit down and see if anybody else has a better idea? And also to be able to look at it and say, you know, my plate is already full with everything that I've going on. So maybe somebody else can contribute. And that is totally okay. We go in with this assumption that, well, they're looking to us for a solution. I've come up with other solutions in the past and they love it. So let me do it again. My humble advice, recommendation, is that take a minute and really assess your workload. Really look at what is on your plate today. Most of the time, and I know this to be true, that your plate is already full. It is full. So another jumping into another solutioning for somebody else, another, hey, let me show how this can be better. I get, let's just acknowledge the fact that I get that feels good. That's a whole lot of dopamine producing kind of an activity. But I like to say that it's chasing the wrong dopamine kind of activity, dopamine producing activity, really. Because at that moment of problem solving, all the wires are going, everything is engaged, you're at your best. And then all of a sudden, that solution that you just came up with becomes your new task, your new to-do list. And really to honor the fact that your plate is already full. There's five other people in that room that could also give different perspectives that could be just as good or even close to being as good as yours and being okay with that, that we really do not have to always be the first one to raise our hand and say, I have a solution. And it's really trying to create new healthy boundaries of conserving your energy, conserving your brain juice and power that you have, knowing that the world will still go around with or without your contribution, and there's other things that are on your plate that are of priority that, that need to be addressed and looked at before you bring on a new task. So a couple of themes that I see that I like to kind of bring to you or perspective to look at and say, okay, in times of when I want to wear that fire marshal hat and walk around with a fire extinguisher and put out that fire extinguisher, what is really going on in my daily activity? Am I bored? Am I avoiding tasks that I don't want to get into because they're just not that exciting? When was the last time that I felt like I contributed? Because sometimes we will jump into something because we feel like, you know, we haven't contributed to anything for a while. Let, let's just go in and, and give a little bit of our smartness, our genius into the, into the community. And also to realize that when was the last time I gave a chance for others to contribute, to give their opinion, and then to sit back and react instead of being proactive? I know in the corporate side, there's this thing about proactivity and looking for solutions. And I like to really honestly make a bet that on a day-to-day -day basis, you are already a proactive person. You are wired that way. You're always looking 10 steps ahead of everybody else. So 
can we give ourselves the permission to to kind of slow that down a little bit to tame that super strength that we have as really awesome problem solvers to know that we can also give it in times when it's absolutely asked for and needed and in other times where we feel like you know out of three four meetings this week I've contributed in every meeting maybe it's time for me to sit back and be a receiver and and also be of a where I just give some information so it doesn't always have to be the same like you know give 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 let me come up with a problem let me oh let me come up with a solution and then I'll create the task list and the whole nine yards so the reason I'm bringing this up, it does go back to the whole burnout and going in these extreme peaks and valleys of you're on top of the world, you're going strong and you're doing great in a one week of your work. And then the next week you're, you're down in the well of despair, you're crushed, you can't get back up, you can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Part of it is to do this quick check-in with yourself to see how many fires you put out proactively because you were avoiding other tasks, you were kind of bored, you were looking for a shiny new problem to solve. And how can you tame that a little bit so that there is just enough of it throughout your week, but not all the time so that this list keeps getting added on and added on. So it, this one is a short episode, but I really wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. I feel like it was kind of like a public services announcement to the to my um, peeps that are in the professional setting and corporate setting, that as you go through your day, that to-do list that you have, if it's boring enough, if it's boring for you, then Think of how you can tackle a couple of things in smaller times, in smaller chunks of time, so that you're not avoiding them completely, and then also creating new work for yourself because your brain wants to look for shiny new things that are exciting, that are on fire. Know that there's a way to manage this so that um, you're not burning both ends of the candle, and you're also creating healthy boundaries for yourself when it comes to... Uh, putting out fires, being that go-to person. There's also a balance of, you know, I know we all love it when we become the go-to person. And most of my clients, I was one of those people who was like, oh, you want to get something done? Kathy will do it for you. She knows how to do it. There's a point where it's like, no, I don't want to do anybody else's problems anymore. <laughs> Just leave me alone. So it's it's we want to have this nice balance across it. Now, for those times where the the tasks are quite mundane, Time block those tasks into your calendar for a 30-minute chunk, a 20-minute chunk, and just get through one piece of the task at a time. Another thing that I suggest is um, make sure your environment, where you're working, sometimes I will put on uh, background music, I will burn incense, I will uh, just open the windows if it's nice outside, just something to create uh, this different energy in the room so that I can get the task done. Or even like literally take take the laptop, go sit somewhere else in your house if you're working from home or if you're in the office, go sit somewhere else, get that task done in that smaller chunks of time and be done with it. Um, another thing to do that I recommend is when it comes to mundane tasks, 
is called body doubling. If you haven't heard me talk about body doubling before, it's when, and it's a thing for people with ADHD, where we actually love working in environments where there's somebody else in the room with us, or there's some sort of a background ambiance going on, or that there's somebody holding us accountable. So there's this awesome website called Focusmate, where you can log in and you, you are matched up with a random person for a block of time where both of you log in, you introduce yourself to each other, you say the task that you're wanting to do, and then you just hunker down and do the task. They're working on their stuff, you're working on your stuff. And that one, for me, most of the time, it, it is my go-to. When I want to really get to those mundane tasks, body doubling with somebody just for that one hour time, 30 minute time to just get through the darn task. Like there's no magical coaching here. There's no secret sauce, I'm sorry to say. Sometimes certain tasks, they're just not fun. So wouldn't it be great if somebody else held you accountable in real time, uh, you're doing that. And I'll put a link to Focusmate in my show notes. If you haven't done one of these body doubling thingies, um, definitely try it out. I highly recommend it. Anybody that has gone through it, um, they're like, oh my God, this is great. Why didn't I know about this before? And also on that note about Focusmate, I am not affiliated with any, uh, in any way with them yet. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't have any uh, uh, backlink or whatever to them. So, so I just want a full transparency. It's like, as I'm saying this, um, there's nothing coming in for me when I talk about this particular one in this episode. Going forward, maybe I want to do something with Focusmate in the future, but I just wanted to put that there. Um, so yeah, to circle back full circle, when it comes to putting out fires, I really encourage you to look at these fires as you want to put them out. Are they fires that you actually want to look to put out because they're as a result of something you're working on or that you were bored, you were trying to avoid a task, uh, you really wanted to go above and beyond the call of duty for your current project and you just want to take on every responsibility because that's another thing. It's like, you know, if, if we're managing a project, we take on everybody else's uh, responsibility too because God forbid, you know, we feel like we need to be helping everybody out there. So it's, it's to make sure to conserve your energy, my friends. Conserve your energy. We expect so much of ourselves um, in our nine-to-five job, even in, in, in our business. And really, let's just kind of sit back and say, what is truly doable? What can wait till later? Who else can I ask for support on? so that you're not always doing all of this on your own. So with that, I'm keeping this episode completely short and to the point and wanted to really put this out there for everybody. Um, reach out to me if you have any questions as always. Um, and just so you know, for those of you in tech, in marketing, in PR, I have an amazing mastermind that I'm starting at the end of April. And this is for six people of the same kind of mindset, ADHD brain wiring and professional services in these industries that I just talked about, where we get together three times a month and we really think tank some of these challenges together as a board of brains, I like to call it, where we really talk out, process out our, our challenges. And there's something magical that happens when you're 
talking to others in the same industry that are like, whoa, you have the same challenge as me. Let's process this together. Let's brainstorm. Because we do have that tendency of that black and white thinking. And we forget there's different colors in the middle there that we could be looking at, different scenarios. So through this mastermind, we look at all the different scenarios. And I encourage you to go to my website, readysetchoose.com. Click on a quantum thinkers mastermind and have a look at that. Would love to have you on the mastermind for end of April. All right, my friends, until next time, keep on shining.